everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well. You had a wonderful July weekend. Looking forward to a super week full of health and wellness. Coming at you on behalf of the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update for Tuesday, July 23rd, 2019. Vitamin D supplements can help kids with ADHD, according to the CNS and Neurological Disorders Drug Targets Journal, July 2019. Flying insects in hospitals pose great dangers. Very interesting, almost like uh, sci-fi health alert going on there. We'll take a peek at that. Americans are not eating enough fish. Same story, new research. Yoga breathing and relaxation reduces blood pressure. All you have to do is reconnect with this body of yours and you can see some health changes. Talk about safe sleeping for babies, according for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And finally, the Orvosi Heitelap Journey Journal, which I've never heard of. June 2019 talks about cervical vertigo, some neck pain imbalance or dizziness and a loss of movement in your neck. Those may be uh, connected in some way. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, because you're here, because you're learning, you never know what might be applicable to you or someone you know, and sharing that information may steer their choices and decisions and their actions and help a health challenge improve, which would be amazing because you can be better. Your body does like to heal and or you may just prevent a health problem from happening in the future, which on the grand scale of things would be awesome. Just easier to have a great experience every day if your body is feeling good. In a recent study involving 86 kids with an attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and poor vitamin D status, researchers observed that those given a daily 2000 IU vitamin D supplement experienced improvements in their serum serum dopamine levels. Past research suggests there's a relationship between lower levels of dopamine in the blood and the increased prevalence of the symptoms associated with ADHD. That from the CNS and Neurological Disorders Drug Targets Journal, July 2019. Good for everyone sometimes to get their vitamin D level checked. Um, Children probably wouldn't be as high on the list as adults because a lot of people are low on vitamin D. However, if there is a form of ADHD and um, we want to see if this vitamin D status is playing in with the symptoms, good to have that checked. Here's an interesting one. Researchers collected nearly 20,000 flies, aphids, ants, wasps, bees, and moths from hospitals throughout the United Kingdom and found that nearly 9 in 10 insects had harmful bacteria on or in their bodies, such as E. coli, salmonella, bacillus, and staphylococci at levels great enough to cause infection in patients. A microbiologist said that what we are saying in this paper is that even in the cleanest of environments, it's important to take steps to prevent bacteria being brought into hospitals by insects. That from the Journal of Medical Entomology, June 2019, if you end up in the hospital for whatever reason, either as um, a patient or visitor or a guest, watch out for the creepy crawlies. Don't let them uh, get on you, I guess. 
The Journal of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, June 2019, touches on something that uh, we've talked about before on the Daily Health Update. New research suggests that less than 15% of adults in the United States consume at least two servings of fish or seafood each week. The investigators suspect that one reason for the low consumption of fish and seafood may be concerns about heavy metal contamination. However, scientific evidence suggests that the benefits of eating fish still exceed the potential risks of that heavy metal that might be in that fish. So get those servings of fish in. Another one uh, concern, uh, one of the reasons the consumption may be lower, of course, is the cost, depending on where you live uh, and the type of fish you're trying to get. Of course, uh, the cost is not always, um, it doesn't always seem like the most cost-effective thing to be including in a family's diet. However, the health returns are significant, so continue to try and do so if you can. Using data from 49 published studies, researchers estimate that forms of yoga that emphasize relaxation and breathing techniques can reduce blood pressure as effectively as aerobic exercise. The findings reveal the potential for yoga as an alternative therapy for high blood pressure, especially for those unable or unwilling to perform aerobic exercise. That from the Mayo Clinic Proceedings, March 2019. So there are different forms of fitness and exercise that provide you with health benefits. And even though yoga doesn't need to be intense, although some of those poses are very challenging and they will encourage uh, some great movement in your body, you will get physiological benefit from those other more relaxful forms of exercise, including a reduction in blood pressure. So go out there and engage in something you enjoy doing. Give yoga a try. Might be something that is right for you. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention notes that there are more than 3,500 sleep-related deaths among infants each year in the United States. To keep your baby safe while sleeping, the CDC recommends the following. Place your baby on their back, both during naps and while sleeping at night. Use a firm sleep surface in a safety-approved crib. Keep soft bedding and soft toys out of your baby's sleep area and have your baby share your room but not your bed. That from the CDC, as we mentioned, June 2019. Good to talk to your healthcare provider and uh, determine what might be the best strategy. There's a lot of different opinions. Of course, midwives uh, help with a little bit of postnatal care in the weeks after helping with baby uh, coming into the world. And they have uh, some suggestions that may or may not be quite in line with those from the CDC. But as a parent, you want to make sure you research the appropriate options for you and your family and uh, making sure that you're contacting appropriate healthcare provider and the latest information to support those decisions as a new parent. Not always easy, but uh, do take precautions with the safe sleeping for your baby. Common symptoms of cervical vertigo include neck pain, imbalance or dizziness, and loss of neck range of motion. Though there is no specific test to diagnose cervical vertigo, and the diagnosis is typically made after other causes of dizziness are excluded, experts note that the combination of manual therapies and vestibular rehabilitation may be the most effective form of treatment for the condition. That from the Orvo C. Hedelap Journal, June 2019. So even if there is an inner ear connection um, with the crystals, and the alignment uh, of the hairs and the tubes in the ear when it comes to the vertigo there may also still be a neck component that's involved with that vertigo and uh, both uh, when studying or looking at both to help somebody with that dizziness uh, will help uh, make sure that the, the causes of dizziness are ruled out 
So that way, and it's less likely to occur in the future. There may be a connection, in other words, with the neck and uh, some of that dizziness. So get both areas checked and uh, apply the manual therapy and the vestibular rehabilitation to that inner ear at the same time. Better outcome, perhaps. All right, safe sleeping for babies. We all want a good sleep, of course, big part of our life. Watch out for that dizziness. Could be a contributed portion from your neck. Yoga and breathing and relaxation reduces blood pressure. So get out there and try that yoga out. Eat more fish while you're doing the yoga would be a double hit for your health and wellness. Watch those insects if you visit the hospital and get those vitamin D levels checked. Albert Hubbard has your quote for today. Do not take life too seriously. You will never get out of it alive. Kind of a cheeky comment for today, but you know, you want to be serious about your health and wellness, but at the same time, uh, don't be too stressed about being healthy and well, because that is also not a good way to live. Create a strategy for yourself that seems to support the kind of health outcome you're looking for your own life. Live with good quality and as much longevity as you can, so that you can create as many great days with great experiences in your life as possible. And we're here Monday through Friday to help you with that with the daily health update. Hopefully you glean something of interest today, either for yourself or someone you can share it with. Enjoy your day. Get out there and make some good choices for your health and wellness. And uh, we'll tune back in tomorrow, Wednesday, to keep you headed in the right direction. Look forward to chatting with you then. All the best.